Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Against the Current, um, uh, the chosen podcast. And today I am your host. Well, I'm I'm your host every day, Eli Hollingsworth. Um, and we're we're back this week with another episode of the Chosen. Today we're talking about season two, episode four, the perfect a perfect note, the perfect opportunity. Uh, yeah. And this episode, right off the bat, I just want to say this episode is. Very good. Um, I was about to say one of the best, but I don't know about that. Um, it is definitely one of the most thematically rich episodes in the show. Um, thematically being a loose term, yeah, yeah, the theatrical, you could say, though it's not in theaters unless the ch- or until the chosen comes on December first and second. Uh, it's it's sadly not a theatrical project, but it will be when uh, in about uh, sixteen days. But um, yeah, 30 days has September, I thought you were going to Okay, so November has 31 days. 17 days, to be exact. Uh, the Chosen will officially be a theatrical project, but um, that's a different story for another day. Um, but it is, yeah, one of the most thematically rich episodes in the show um, because of just the rich, deep themes and character arcs and and uh, story arcs that, that happen in this throughout this episode. Um, so... Let's just get right into it. Uh, this episode is very good. It, it is mostly centered around the relationship between Jesse and Simon, uh, where Jesse becomes paralyzed at a young age, uh, and then Simon is uh, goes off and becomes a zealot, which uh, that shot in the trailer um, for season two, they had that shot in the trailer where Simon was uh, walking amongst the mountains, uh, and then he was going to like the, the home of the zealots. Um, and I actually thought, funny story, I actually thought that in the trailer that was going to be, um, ah, oh man, I forget his name, uh, Shimon, I think that's his name from, uh, The Shepherd, I actually thought that was that character returning, I was like, what, they're bringing back the guy from the, sh- or they're bringing back the shepherd, but no, it was not, my fan hopes, um, were not met, but, um, <laughs> hopefully, Shimon, I think that's his name, will return in, uh, season three, or if not season three, then... Uh, some later season that would be really cool to see him come back or maybe he'll return now maybe we'll actually yeah maybe we'll see him in the the messengers that would be really cool um to see like the the return of shimon um who knows if if the the actor of shimon would is would return um i mean i'm sure he would because he's like literally the face of the chosen as we know it today he kind of is a the first actor that kind of started or was part of the the, the shepherd which started the, the chosen after it got really successful and stuff obviously dallas and tyler and ryan which i don't know if tyler and ryan were even brought on until the actual chosen um because i think dallas was just kind of making the shepherd himself who knows i'll have to research that more but um um Shimon, the actor of Shimon, is uh, an essential part of The Chosen becoming what it is today, um, which is very cool. And I so I, I mean, he's, yeah, again, he's a huge contributor contributor to the, to the current state of The Chosen. Like, I mean, the reason The Chosen even got made was because The Shepherd was so popular. And you can contribute most of that to the actor of Shimon because he's, like all the actors in the show, he was such a great actor and... Uh, he really brought the episode to life and uh, made people fall in love with the show and the ideas behind it. So, um, where was I? Yeah. So that's 
I thought that was that was uh, Shimon, but obviously I was wrong. Simon the Zealot, of course. Uh, I think. Um, oh yeah, I don't know. I don't think this episode starts with an interesting flashback. As I said before, I missed the aspect of the chosen flashing back to uh, previous times in biblical history. Um, I missed that aspect of the show, but um, it does return here, and it isn't as, I, I mean, again, what I mean is I miss it happening every episode, and this episode, it just happens once on is with King David, which I don't know if I like, uh, I don't know, actually, I don't know how I feel about the casting for King David. Um, yeah, he's, uh, I don't know, yeah, he's fine, I don't know. Um, he's, I don't know, I feel like these, these, uh, the thing with The Chosen is, if you want to do a Chosen, like, connect, connected, quote-unquote, cinematic universe, and kind of have, like, uh, do all of the other Bible stories, um, with the same, like, Chosen style and, and direction from Dallas and Tyler and Ryan and that kind of thing, uh, and Justin and whoever else works on it, um, if you want to do that with all of the rest of the Bible stories, then you have to have con- then you have to have consistency throughout like the, diff- the the Bible. If you show if you show King David in this chosen episode, then um, you got to show him the, the same actor in the actual I don't know King David show that you do, or maybe Solomon or whatever. Um, you got to have consistency. And so if Dallas wants to go do that because he's already he, he has to be already thinking about what he's going to do after The Chosen because The Chosen's only going to be around for about five or six more years then it's going to be finished then what's he going to do next? Um, so he's most likely I would say he would it would be cool at least if he would do other Bible stories uh, like that same with the same Chosen style. So uh, he would have to keep consistency with all the actors. So all the actors that he's casting in these chosen flashbacks now, if he's going to do that chosen quote-unquote cinematic universe, as I like to call it, the CCU, um, then he would have to um, he would have to keep all these same actors. So he's casting them now, and some of these casting choices are um, they're good. They're not exactly how you. Picture these these characters, or it's not exactly how I would picture them, to be precise. I mean, I guess Moses is fine, and and Joshua's good, and I mean they're not like you know. Uh, I guess we'll have to see more of them uh, to to really give my opinion on them, uh, because I mean as of now I don't know how exactly I feel about those those characters um, or those casting choices because I mean yeah, especially like King David in this episode. I, yeah, eh, I don't know. Maybe if uh, they, they do the episodes and they give them more characters and personalities, then maybe I like these casting choices better. But as of now, I just, yeah, I just don't know. Um, it's fine, I guess, but not the most amazing. Um, that they Like, I mean, you know, the chosen nowadays, it's the, the chosen, the characters, the disciples and Jesus and all the rest. Like, the casting choices are so perfect and suited for their roles. And it's like an exact, and it's, it's. It may not be exactly how you picture them while you're reading the Bible, but it's at least like close enough to the generalized idea that you have in your brain. Uh, and I don't know, guys. Uh, the David and uh, Moses and uh, Jacob. I don't know. I, I'm sure it's fine. You know, they'll they'll, they'll do great if, if Dallas decides to do a chosen CCU hashtag CCU. Um, then 
I don't know. I'm sure it'll be great. It'll be fine. Dallas is... I, um, I trust Dallas and the crew enough. Um, but, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it'll be fine. Whatever, whatever. Who cares? You guys don't care about casting. You care about episodes and you care about... Well, I mean, I guess you hear, you know... You care about Chosen stuff. And this is just about the Chosen in general. So, uh... I guess it's it's fine. Um, so, yeah, episode four, the perfect opportunity. This episode is again, as I said, thematically rich. Three, thematically rich. That sounded weird, um, but yes, it is. So it uh, it includes very very good uh, character arcs. We have the character of Simon the Zealot, or yeah, Simon the Zealot, where he uh, um, he. Oops. Oh, sorry about that noise. Uh, where Simon the Zealot finally, you know, accepts his brother, and his brother, um, uh, gets healed, which I know, uh, the arc of Jesse, would you say that it is by his own doing? No, because Jesus comes and heals him, and that's what kind of triggers his character arc to, to change, uh, but it is a character arc nonetheless. It's not a proactive character changing where he learns a lesson, and he's like, wow, look at me, um, I'm changed now. Well, that's actually what he does. Um, <laughs> Jesus comes and changes. Wow, look at me. I'm changed now. Uh, that's literally what he does. Um, but, I don't know. It's not It's not proactively him earning it, but just him receiving it. Which is, now that I think about it, exactly what we have from the, our faith in, in Jesus Christ. Is we don't we don't earn our uh, salvation, but we, we receive it from Jesus. He, he freely gives it to us. Um, so, that's... Yeah never thought about that see this is this is the good part of this podcast i learned things that i didn't know before and when i start talking about them and when i start thinking about them then i realize things very cool really the whole point of this podcast is just for you guys to hear me learn stuff that i should have known before but i didn't because i wasn't paying attention um actually i was i was paying very closely attention that's the whole reason why i wanted to make a podcast talking about the chosen not because i was an idle teenager who just sat by and watched things float along as things happen i don't you know what i don't even know what i'm saying at this point now back to the chosen um so uh the character arcs are very strong the the emotions are are very big this the stakes are i guess you could say the stakes are pretty high in this episode uh it's, it's just cool to see as uh it's a uh, i mean we're moving around to a bit of different locations in this episode too uh, so on a scale and a, a, a scope level, it is certainly one of the biggest chosen episodes. Because um, what we move around from the Bethesda uh, to that's really the only place where we stay, I guess you could say. But like different parts of Bethesda, uh, really cool, different um, areas of that, really making the town feel big and the world building, making the the world feel alive and bustling and moving and having different parts to it just the scope and the scale of the city that the main episode takes place in um is is very well done i it's definitely bigger than some other chosen episodes uh whether either they're just out on the road or i think which i think we get some of in this episode or they're just uh and uh, like uh even capernaum is just a smaller town uh but bethesda definitely has a very different feeling and a very different vibe to it having this more uh grander grandiose uh scale don't know why i said it with that accent um just a a different feeling and vibe altogether to it um very interesting very cool uh oh not just that we also have the little montage in the beginning in a different town where 
uh, Jesse breaks his legs. They actually, the, the field where Jesse breaks his legs, what am I talking about? Uh, he, where he lives, where David is in his little house in the beginning, in the prologue, we have the Zealots training House of Z uh, thing, and we have the, the, the mountains where Simon is going through. I mean, what am I, what am I even talking about? It's just, oh, no, it's, it's not very big. There's just staying in one town. Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's tons of places in this episode. The scope, the scale, the size of it is, is a lot bigger than any other chosen episode. Um, it, it, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite episode per se. Maybe top 15, no, top 7, maybe. Um, I only say that because there, I say that because there's only 16 episodes in the whole show. Uh, so probably in the top half of, of the episodes in the, in the show, but I don't know. Um, on paper, I mean, on the screen even, this, this episode is, is one of the best, but I don't know. It's just one that, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't personally connect with this episode. I mean, I still think it's great. I still think it's, it's, uh one of the better episodes of the show, but I don't know. I mean, Dallas definitely said that this is their biggest episode yet. And then you have the whole sequence in the, in the finale of the show where they filmed it at like night and they had to make it seem like it was uh, sunset, um, which is very cool. Um, it's definitely the, one of the biggest episodes, probably if not the biggest episodes on the show. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I just, um, I just feel like episodes like five, six and seven of season one, and season two, episode one, for me personally, were just a little bit more hard hitting. Like I'm just, in my opinion, uh, I I would personally gravitate towards those episodes a little bit more uh, than this episode. And I don't, I can't necessarily say why, because I mean, yeah, yeah, I get the character arcs and the relationship between Jesse and Simon the Zealot feels real and it evolves and it it um, has a great progression throughout the episode. But um, I mean. And you really can connect with the characters. Uh, you can relate to them. You can relate to Simon the Zealot. You can relate to Jesse. Um, uh, you can even relate to the disciples that are in this episode. But I don't know. I mean, it's just not one that I personally go for. Um, I, and, I, and I don't know why. I mean, I, I personally don't go for the sad stuff as much when it comes to media. Uh, the, the more emotional things. I love it when a movie or a TV show or... Um, uh, piece of media can make me cry and uh, really get me emotionally invested in the scene because it shows that yeah they've got me emotionally invested they've they've done their work of of getting me to care about the characters and care about what's happening to them to the point where I start emoting in in my soul in my face um, I start feeling actual emotion so I like it when a movie or TV show can do that uh, but I don't necessarily gravitate towards those as much as being my favorite because. Uh, my favorite movies generally give me more of a feel-good feeling and, and make me feel better about myself, not feeling bad for somebody else. Like, uh, um, I don't know, what's one? Uh, let's see, Toy Story 3. <laughs> let's give that an ex as an example. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Don't, don't get mad at me. Um, Toy Story 3. Let's talk about that. that. Yeah, Toy Story 3. Uh, that movie is, every time I watch it, I, I cry my eyes out because it's so emotional. Um, just the ending of the movie, <laughs> um, but it's not necessarily one that I would claim as one of my favorites because of that, because there's this deeper emotional value to it. Um, it's not one that I would personally watch as often. I'd only watch that one every few months, um, just because it makes me feel so much and it's kind of like a 
therapy session almost and and uh, i'm just like yeah i'm, I'm fine to do uh, i don't take therapy sessions but it's like uh oh yeah i'm fine to do that not very often you know not like as common as some of the other stuff that i would choose to watch like oh i'll watch um uh what's a good time here let's watch aladdin um just in the original 1992 aladdin not the new one from 2019 uh but like this episode um uh, the perfect opportunity to bring it back to the chosen because I know maybe some of you were uh, I was losing some of you. You're like, eh, nothing about the chosen. What are you talking about? Um, so with this episode, um, definitely, uh, I don't know that I think that's just the reason why it's not personally one of my most most favorites because uh, it it is a bit deeper th- thematically and, and emotionally. Um, uh, so it it's it's not one that I would personally gravitate towards like as much, like oh I'm gonna watch The Chosen I'm gonna watch season two episode four, um, not that much not as much as uh, some of the other episodes like five six and seven to season one although they are thematically emotionally uh, like especially the Nicodemus scene I mean they just have a better feel good all around lighter vibe lighter more light lighter yeah lighter vibe to them. Uh, and season two, episode one, again, all emotionally, thematically deep and rich. Um, but a little, it's still a little bit more lighthearted. This one's just a bit deeper and a bit more mature than some of the other episodes, um, in the show, in my personal opinion. And I'm pretty sure Dallas has said most of this too, uh, I think, although I don't. And the live stream was a long time ago and I only watched it once. You know why? Because they took it down, uh, off of YouTube. So sad. Um, because they... Oh, remember those days? You guys remember those days when we were doing season two and then Dallas and all of them were kind of... They're trying to get us all on the app. Oh, man. I mean, I was fine with it. I was like, you know, whatever. Um, one thing that I think people neglect is that you can... Uh, you can go to the Chosen website, thechosen.tv, on a laptop or something. Um, and you can buy, like, an HDMI cord um, and plug it into your TV you can watch it that way if you don't want to do airplay. Uh, that's something that I think people neglect. Because um, they're just telling you to do the airplay thing. And that's only if you have Roku and uh, or a smart TV. Um, one thing that people neglect is you can just have a regular TV and have a laptop. And buy an HDMI cord and you can connect it to your TV. Um, watch it there. So um, that's what we did. So I wasn't mad at just switching to the app. But apparently people couldn't figure it out. And... <laughs> I just remember those days. Those were funny. When uh, they kept, and then they came out with a video with uh, John, or not John, uh, George, uh, trying to teach you how to learn how to use the app. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, they just ended up being, all right, well, we'll just live stream it on YouTube and take it down the next day. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, those were good days. Uh, waiting for season two to come. Um, but this episode specifically, I like the. Uh, just, I like some of the banter between the disample, the disciples, the disciples, uh, the disciples in this episode. Um, I especially like the scene that was also shown in the season two trailer. Basically, they were like, well, we're going to do a trailer for season two, obviously. Uh, which shots we should, should be used? We'll just use half of the trailer and we'll just make it season two, episode four. Because Dallas likes that episode so much. I'm just kidding. That, that might be how it went, though. Who knows? Because uh, Dallas was highly praising this episode. He was very proud of it. And, like, half of the trailer for Season 2 does include shots from <laughs> Season 2, Episode 4, specifically. Don't know why, but it's, you know, whatever. Um, so, it also has a little scene where Jesus sees people on the cross, which uh, 
I know that my brother got a little upset that they were standing on a little uh, ledge while they were on the cross. Uh, he thought that they should just be hanging, being nailed there, and not just standing there, which uh, I can see that. Um, I don't know. I hope... I'm, I'm guessing that's not how they're actually going to do it for Jesus when Jesus gets nailed to the cross. Um, I'm hoping that that's not like <laughs> how that goes, uh, where he's standing on something. I don't know how I would feel about that. I, it wouldn't bother me too much, but I mean, it's just a little detail. Like, I'm pretty sure in most depictions, he's just nailed there, you know, but you know, we'll have to see how it goes. Maybe it was a budget thing. Who knows? I feel like the Chosen could just get them whatever amount of money that they wanted, like however much. It's like, oh, pay us 50 million for the next episode. People would do it. Uh, especially for season three, since they announced that you had to pay $1,000 in order to be an extra, or to order to have a chance to be an extra on this on the feeding of the 5,000 scene. Um, so, I mean, they could have just been like, hey, just give us 50 million for the next, for this episode. They, they would have done it. And this episode, specifically season two, episode four, um, they had to do some visual effects work. Uh, for those of you who don't know, who, who don't know, um, uh, mo I'm guessing most of you do know the story, but um, I, I, I'll share it just briefly for those who may not know. And then you can look at the Chosen's YouTube channel, watch their videos behind the scenes, uh, all that good stuff, because their videos are great. And why wouldn't you want to watch them? It's the Chosen, come on. Um, so, uh, in this scene, they were filming, it's the Chosen's first, uh, quote-unquote action sequence, uh, where the, the Simon and a few other zealots are trying to assassinate the Roman official, um, and that whole thing goes down. Um, so they, they had, um, been trying it, and then they weren't exactly getting it how they wanted, so then the, the sun was going down, and they wanted to shoot it at night, or sunset. Um, and the sun went down because they went overtime, and uh, they had to end up putting uh, blue screens up around the little set and putting lights up and try to edit it in post-production to look like it was actually sunset. And um, yeah, I think it looks great. I mean, I um, just, yeah, just a little, just briefly, a little behind the scenes on that. Uh, I think that the, the visual effects on the sunset, uh, making it look like it was a different time of day than it actually was. Uh, I think it looks great. I think it looks perfectly fine. Can't even uh, notice a difference. I mean, it definitely looks like it's actually that time of day. Um, so, and the action sequence, it's cool. I put action in quotation marks because, I mean, it's not like hand-to-hand -hand combat or anything. It's just, I call it a dramatic sequence. Don't know if I call it an action sequence. Uh, based on the standards of how other action is in, in the media today. Um, I don't know if I call it an action sequence per se. I guess it's the closest thing we've gotten from The Chosen to an action sequence, but I don't know if I call it a full-on action sequence. More of a dramatic sequence, like I said, because uh, it is very dramatic and it's very intense. Also helped by the incredible music by Matthew S. Nelson and... Oh, man. I've forgotten the guy's name again. How dare I? Um... Uh, Dan, Matthew S. Nesson and Daniel Hazeltine, I think that's his name, um, boom, got it, nailed it, um, music in that scene is very powerful and very cool as well, and when Simon sees Jesse walking, I mean, come on, that's like the best scene in the whole thing, very powerful, very emotional, very cool, um, awesome scene, awesome sequence, 
very cool. I mean, as much as I was like, eh, action, who knows? Um, it still is a very cool sequence, and I like it. Um, I mean, every sequence in The Chosen is very well done. Most of them, except for Season 2, Episode 7. Like I keep saying. And it's still, I don't think it's bad, per se. It's just, I don't know, I'd say it's not as great and fantastic as all the other episodes are. Um, but we'll get to that when we get to that uh, episode. That's coming later. Three weeks. Hold your horses. Um, so, yeah, that'll conclude my review on Season 2, Episode 4. Uh, the perfect opportunity, Jesus healing. Oh, and by the way, oh, I just, just, the perfect opportunity. What's the, the scene? Jesus heals, um, uh, he just heals Jesse. Very powerful scene, very emotional, very cool. Um, and John writing it down was a nice touch, um, because we see that in the book of John, obviously. Uh, very cool scene, very good episode on a very great show with very great producers and very great actors and very great studio executives. Um, everyone's great. Everything's great in this show. Most things. Uh, so yeah, that'll conclude my review on season two, episode four, the perfect opportunity. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at against the current dot podcast. Um, make sure to follow this podcast on your listening platform that you're listening to this on. Make sure to follow the chosen on all of their Instagram and make sure to Leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, which I know that over half of you are. So make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Podcast. <laughs> uh, it really helps out the show. So, yes, thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys next week, where we'll be talking about Season 2, Episode 5. See ya.